0: Hey there, I'm Tam.
1: And I'm Eternally Mortal.
0: And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast where we talk about vulnerability.
1: Welcome back.
0: But first, responses. Okay, so you've gone through most of these already, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, so number one, Carrie. Welcome back, Carrie. I swear she's like always the first person to comment on my articles and all the podcast stuff. It's cute. She really liked the, you're inspiring people, so kind of just deal with it, maybe. Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have You Good in Good God. So much in the compliment. Or in, there was a compliment about that that she smiles the whole time, but then most of it was uh, her talking about that, that courageous article that she she did. And... and yeah, I, do, do, should we bring the article up now?
1: Yeah, let's probably do it in in that sort of natural sort of way. Also, hi, you good?
0: <laughs> so you good? Uh, gave us first off, there was a, a shout out article basically. They that call uh, it's called wishy washy that they wrote that she wrote, and I'll have the links in the uh, the Medium article and and anywhere else I can put links. Um, <clears throat> so. That one was just kind of giving us a little bit of the credit for their vulnerability, and everything. But the the real the real gem was uh, you have a choice to save a life. Was the name of the article?
1: Wishy washy was pretty good too. Wishy
0: wash was pretty good. But,
1: but you have a choice to save a life. Like we had to hydrate again after,
0: <laughs> after,
1: after listening because. We we went ahead and did the what do you call it on Medium with the with the oral narration, the I don't speaking know. part. It
0: was we just listened and, and and read it. It wasn't the listen at the top because there's there's like a listen thing at the top of all the articles, but this was one that was embedded. Okay, um, I thought I had the a special article.
1: name that I just was too too much of a noob.
0: To I think understand. SoundCloud was where she uploaded it. Maybe the that's time. the word you're thinking of. It is
1: not, it but that's is... cool. Narration is what I'm going to go with.
0: All right, narration.
1: So yeah, we listened to the narration while reading along with the article, and um, uh, I think if I remember correctly, I started crying before, um, you know, anybody else would have. <laughs> um i guess we can probably say that out loud if you listen to it uh you good has an emotional um narration of this article which is a very emotional topic in this article too and it was it was beautiful and before you Good's voice caught i was already um my eyes were already watering it was it was beautiful thanks for sharing you good
0: it's a wonderful article and an even better narrate narration so Anybody listening, I highly recommend going over to it. You'll probably cry, but it's a good kind of cry. It's that cry where we all know what she's feeling, how she's, you know, the just it, it's 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 good. It's good. Mm-hmm. I liked it.
1: And the vulnerability and transparency in it is astounding. I'm I'm floored and uh, in awe, genuine, genuinely.
0: Okay, so um. Going back to the comments. Uh, then there was Sierra Lane. Hello, Sierra. Which uh, I guess I'm still getting Podbean notifications. I'm not uploading it to Podbean anymore, but apparently they still give out notifications when we do new episodes.
1: That's odd. Yeah. Maybe look into that at some point. Thanks for letting us know.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miss Peach giving me more compliments that I'm not sure how to take or handle.
1: That's so cute, Miss Peach. <laughs> Keep it up. But only if they're genuine and you feel like it, of course. No pressure. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, molten Leaves, which, you know.
1: Love Molten Leaves. Love
0: Molten Leaves. Love the name, mm-hmm. really. That's so good. Happy to be a part of the amazing community that we have.
1: Well, we're happy to have you.
0: Jan Sebastian made a comment. She's a, a, a medium giant which you don't really know what that oh, even God. means.
1: Okay. They're all just people to me. <laughs> <laughs> no offense intended. You're all beautiful people. Uh,
0: and then it's always right now. <laughs> what do they want from me? And he said he could relate to the skeptical thought. Yeah, I think we all can a little bit. I'm not that abnormal.
1: Bathe yourself in the compliments. That's asking a lot. <laughs> 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 I appreciate the sentiment, though. Uh,
0: then there was Ciaran again. Cause he's awesome with his comments. Um, oh, this is where he gave me the link for that other article. What are you rarely criticized for? Um, I don't know if I should link to the comment or to the article, but.
1: I mean, no, the comment is in is in our podcast, right? So in in the in the yeah your article link to the other that's article.
0: Um, but yeah, his his comments were about like. The whole compliments aspect of that podcast last week, and and he gave me that article because it was like you know, instead of thinking about the compliments you get, think about what are you not criticized for very much.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I don't think yeah. I read this one. Uh, sorry about that, Sierra. And I'll get around to it when I can.
0: Um. Yeah, I have I have them saved, so in an easy to find place. So then then there was Ben Ulanzi. Who was impressed that I could get his name correct?
1: I think you've said it different this time. I think you've been saying Eulancey, and this time you no. said Eulancey. I,
0: I said Eulancey. Interesting. Maybe I'm... I could be mistaken. Now, now, now I don't know. I know.
1: Now, now we'll I was
0: know. thinking that I was saying it right, but now you've just destroyed all of my confidence. In
1: so, Ben, let us know if you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> sorry this is joke.
0: um he also asked about um you know us actually having speakers on the podcast which we're not quite there yet and i don't know if that might be an extra thing it might not it might not take the place of the thursday things the thursday episodes
1: we might do special episodes where we invite people um to talk with us uh it's definitely something that's in uh you know potential planning stage but um we're still kind of getting our feet wet from our perspective
0: i i did start messing around with a discord channel which is not really open to the public right now but same (laughs) but the intention is to mess around with it get comfortable with it and eventually release it to the public and then maybe start doing stuff with the podcast on it
1: it's a possibility we've also you know potentially considered the idea of uh doing um twitch having the podcast be live but you know we'll see. right yeah no promises no
0: promises on anything i
1: mean we're pretty set on doing this every thursday like this so we can maybe promise that for yeah now, that's
0: fair that's now. fair I, I feel like that's a good a good promise we can make uh ea quit. i think she just came across it for the first time and 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 is really excited to catch up on them because i don't think she's gotten to, i don't know by now she might have listened to the whole thing that was like four days ago
1: well yeah but no pressure ea colquitt um we appreciate the interest so thank you very much and if you do i like to go from the beginning too if you do that's fantastic
0: uh, keen moses was in the comments again
1: hello King.
0: And then there was this big, long thing from Lorna that I didn't actually have you read. I don't know if, maybe I should pause the thing and have you read it now. It, it, it went into a lot of really great stuff, like you and Mortal are doing something that isn't out there for people. We're talking about issues that are so important today for so many people and for a multitude of reasons
1: i don't know if you want to read the whole thing
0: <clears throat> no i'm not going to read the whole thing out loud but like the the there was just a lot to her comment and and i just really appreciated it and thought that she might as well i wanted That's to fair. shout out and say thank you for saying all of those things
1: yes thank you lorna uh i want to read that later if,
0: okay. you're, if
1: you're okay with that it's not necessarily for me but. No,
0: no well i mean this the the part that i captured was the uh the podcast related stuff so it I think that she understands that the podcast-related stuff is probably going to come to both of us.
1: Well, I mean, it's okay if so. not. It's okay if not.
0: Um. So then there was Linda Cowgill, who wrote notes <gasps> as she listened to the podcast, which I think is amazing. And then and then she just sent that as a comment. It was amazing. I really liked it. <laughs> it it helped. It kind of helped me see how our uh, our podcasts can be like boiled down from her perspective into these these concepts. And I'm sure other people would come up with a different set of notes from it. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what makes it awesome. Everybody can see a little bit different. You seem really interested in it.
1: Yeah, I love these sorts of things. Um, I'll be honest, I love timestamps. But you don't have to do that. That's a lot to ask. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> trying to get the context for some of these um it's fine to get political In your honest opinion is nice to hear um i may (laughs) i have a lot of political ideas but thank you very much for the kind comment i love that
0: and that was the end of the comments some of those um mortal didn't get to read so we may have to bring them up again next time if there's something additional in there but um i i also wanted to give a shout out to jenny lane she didn't comment but she did make this amazing article about vulnerability that she tagged us both in yeah
1: and kindly linked my article for the podcast yeah (laughs) i was i was kind of floored by that was so sweet jenny thank you and yeah the article was beautiful
0: yeah i'm going to link that one wherever i can put in links as well um because i thought that like if 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 i had to choose between jenny lanes and you goods i'm not really sure that i could it's like those two articles this week were probably my favorite reads
1: they're hard to compare i mean it's like comparing apples and oak trees (laughs) so like it's it's very different things right right. Um, right. but yeah it was they're, they're both amazing to read and they're both so open and vulnerable What Jenny did was, uh, if I understood correctly, you know, did like a a voice memo, like recorded her own voice talking, just riffing on vulnerability, and then typed it up into an article. And like, that's kind of something I've been toying with the idea of doing for like a decade, Um, and not doing. So like, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, they were both very good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Well, I think that wraps up that section.
1: Oh, actually. Um, I had a couple of comments that came to me in a more private manner I would say than you know your typical comment Uh, one of the uh, friends that I interact with through the through the discord and the twitch uh, streams that I interact with um, was kind enough to check out at least episode one of the podcast and um, I was I was very happy to 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 see him drop by and uh, can't remember what his comments were now off the top of my head, because I'm, I'm a silly billy like that, but, um, yeah, it was really nice. I, I don't know how to, I don't know what to say about I it. I
0: meant to snippy it, and I completely forgot. I'm so sorry.
1: That's okay. No big <laughs> deal. Um, I don't necessarily think that he's the sort of person that would <clears throat> want to be shout out. Hey, I'm pretty sure you know who you are. Let me know. I'm happy to, to like shout you out like officially and publicly. but if not, I just appreciate you being here. Thanks. It there was also a a,
0: oh there was the, the, there was also a name thing on that. I just want to let that person know um, just in case they didn't want their name to be blasted. You can change the name that appears on your medium thing. and it'll change across medium whether you know you're, whether you did it today, yesterday, five years ago. It'll change it everywhere, and you you, you can use that um, everywhere, regardless of how you logged in or signed up. So that's – I just wanted to say that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you all so much for interacting. Um, you're all so kind in what you're saying to us. Some of it seems like you're talking to people that know what they're doing, I <laughs> assure you we don't.
0: We do not. We, we have know no nothing. We no idea
1: what we're doing, like – I pop into these like half emotionally uh, exhausted and drained every time. And um, I feel like I ramble like a silly person a lot. But
0: That reminds me, um, since we have a tiny bit of extra time, I want to just put it out there that, um, so You Good was very vehement, um, well, not vehement, just consistent Hmm. about me looking into um, setting up a, place where people can give me tips or give us tips and everything so i i did that i did a a buy me a coffee page thing there's not a whole lot to it just yet
1: tips as in money not tips as in like ideas to help us (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i'm so silly yeah i was just like you know okay fine i'll think about it and then she was all like no but really and i was like oh okay i i guess you're right because you know the only avenue i really had set up right now was you had to kind of dig for it a little and it was patreon which and patreon you can do one-off payments to just as a hey take my money for but i don't want to i don't want to commit to a monthly thing but people don't know how to do that and they're not very good at like no administering that so i just i just set up a buy me a coffee page and it's it's on the rss.com page i have that as my my tip link in medium now and i'll i'll probably find other places to put it where when i can but that way people know you know i'm not telling you you have to and you can you can give your your weird disclaimer that i totally agree with
1: (laughs) Um, as I'll continue to say often, please make sure you're taking care of yourselves first Uh, you know, like we we appreciate any generosity you feel like you can spare and share thank you so much, but take care of yourself first, make sure you're taking care of your loved ones and you know, um, I know people personally that donate far more than they really can afford to donate, and it hurts it hurts them, and I don't want to hurt you, I think you all are awesome, so I just want you to find as many smiles as you can so, but thank you
0: and I have like a twenty dollar goal. <laughs> Cause, okay. Because they say you know goals help people feel good about putting stuff. I don't know. It's it felt good to do. All right. It was it's twenty fun. bucks, man.
1: Yeah, I don't Thought know that it we, was fun. if we reach the goal. I don't know that we need to set a new one. I'm just throwing it out there. You do what you do. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> I'll
0: just put another twenty dollar goal up. It's. <laughs> okay. So anyway uh this week's discussion is about anger and conflict i i did a bunch of research again
1: well before we get into the research uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and say that it was this, uh, this episode is basically uh suggested by sierra and lane uh there was a comment from one of the very early podcasts where um uh now sierra i keep using he pronouns for you i I thought you were he him or he they so please correct me if i'm wrong um i I would hate to be wrong in this regard but anyway uh sorry anxiety brain made me think i'm wrong all of a sudden um oh you just got rid of it
0: that's fine
1: anyway uh yeah there was a comment that siren put about about uh conflict and about how um conflict there's a lot of people that could be adverse to conflict but sometimes going through conflict with your loved ones can really strengthen those bonds and mentioned an article that um they'd written uh and how that article had led to conflict with some people that he was close to and um I, we've read the article and it's uh it's very deep and interesting i really like the article i actually but i'll somebody get to get to it through my own profile and actually like clap and stuff you know
0: <laughs> um you have to sign up to be a member first i know i'm
1: getting there <laughs> uh so anyway, yeah, I just wanted to mention that this that this that this uh, idea for the podcast was presented by Sierra, and we appreciate that very much.
0: Okay, so I started with anger. Mm-hmm. When I just typed in anger, first of all, before I pressed enter on Google to search. Oh, the suggested. The suggested was anger management. Interesting. Just as soon as you put anger in, it automatically fills it with anger. Anger management, is, like, that's the first number one slot. The rest of them were all just variations of anger management to my Well, these are understanding
1: on your algorithm.
0: <clears throat> I mean, that's true. That's true.
1: Not only really calling you out. Or
0: I've never actually researched for anger management.
1: That's valid. It's true. So,
0: it, I mean, it wasn't like one of those little... It didn't have the icon of, like, search again. Right, right, right. So, I assumed it was just a, a common... It probably is. Thing to search when you type in anger. Um a lot of when I actually just put in anger, it, a lot of it was just, you know, oh there was a little bit of, of like defining what anger was and uh the American Psychiatric Association or American Psychiatrist, Psychologist, I don't remember exactly. AMA. Whatever their their whatever it stands for, the he, AMA. He... APA. Yes. There APA. There we go. You're cool. right. Ask um, me anything. <laughs> they say said that it's basically an emotion that that's characterized by an antagonism towards someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was a really weird definition for it because that's like all the rest of them like were way more normal than that, but like. That's an interesting way of looking at it.
1: I feel like it's too selfish. There's a lot of people now that are angry about stuff that has nothing to do with them, and that's valid.
0: Well, I think that's the point of saying something you feel has deliberately done you wrong.
1: Yeah, but done you wrong is the part I have a problem with. Yeah, well, they they take it
0: personally as if the thing had happened to them. They feel personally offended by whatever the thing is. Okay. I mean, I I think that that's the point of that weird way of wording it is to include those types as well. Interesting. Um, so there's apparently three types of anger. According to According to Google my, my Google search. Uh, so there's passive aggression, which we're all very familiar with.
1: Mm, are we? Aren't we? Well, what does it mean to you? Uh,
0: it's to hold it in. It's when you, you have that anger and you hold it in. But it comes out in ways that, you it, know, it aren't your, overt.
1: Right, it affects your um, your actions and reactions towards in,
0: the person that yeah, you're angry with. Yeah, right.
1: Understood.
0: There's yeah. open aggression, which is basically just violence. You know, like you're mm-hmm. angry and you do something with it physically.
1: Sure, it could be screaming.
0: It could, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. It could be screaming. Um, and then there's assertive anger, which is what they said is the right way they didn't say the right way but they basically the other the other two pointed to this as being the way to go this is the healthy way to express anger and and i don't like the name assertive anger but basically what it boils down to is being able to accept that you are angry state that you are angry and what you're angry about to the person that you're angry at or to the person responsible for what you're angry about and work toward a you know a solution for that. Like wow. that is basically what I understood of what assertive anger was supposed to be.
1: What a dry I know. way to express something like it, would, it, would, it would, I've read stuff like that before. It always kind of triggers me a little bit because it's like no one takes into account the fact that when we are angry, our ability to use rational thought is not super on point usually because it's a pretty strong emotional situation to be in and there's a lot of people out there that are super adverse to it and so sometimes present company friggin included um getting angry is immediately met with a heavy dose of shame and guilt at the same exact time so it's very difficult to to then look at it and be like, I feel this way. I shall communicate to this person that is involved that I feel this way. And try to see how they feel in return. It's difficult.
0: It, well, I mean, they're not saying that it's easy. Uh, there was nothing in that it saying just, that it was easy. It
1: was just stated so simply that it seemed like there was Well,
0: something... I stated it that way. I'm paraphrasing something. You didn't read what they no, actually true. wrote. No, so I didn't read what they wrote. It's true. Get offended true. at no. me paraphrasing it in a less know- knowledgeable way. Oh. No. um so anyway so other parts of my search results came up with uh that it's associated with uh, different mental illnesses like bipolar disorder borderline personality disorder oppositional defiance disorder and other certain types of disorder it's 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 a symptom
1: okay and uh, yes i it certainly if you were to read you know, what those um, disorders involve. I'm not even sure if disorder is the right word for these, but um, uh, if those divergencies, (laughs) what those involve, then a lot of those descriptions are gonna come with, you know, uh, um, anger, episodes of anger or whatever as a descriptor that happens. Uh, And I get that, and I get why you would get that information from Google, but let's take a sharp left turn. How do you feel about a sharp left turn?
0: Um, I guess? Okay. What, where are we going with it?
1: Maybe. Um, what? Nah, not yet. Maybe in a minute. All right. Continue with where you were going.
0: Um, so, and, and then right after it started talking about different mental illnesses, which it didn't even talk about all the... I know there's other mental illnesses, like schizophrenia, and uh, autism, they have anger as a association. But it didn't even mention those. It was just like the really harsh ones. I'm um, sure, if
1: I would consider autism a mental illness myself, but I understand.
0: Well, it's a it's a condition. It's a psychological yeah. condition. It may not be a mental illness per se, but it's it's a it's a type of neurospice. Sure. Um, but also medication, and most of the results after a certain point seemed to just want to medicate. The anger away oh yeah
1: oh uh i've had a difficult time with anger in my life um and the thought of instead of trying to understand and deal with it into the little bit that i have in my life just medicating in a way to make it go away considering that option as a possibility for me again fills me with guilt and shame that i didn't try and accept this portion of myself this is not judgment for anyone that chooses differently i keep getting told that like the certain standards that i hold myself to make it to where other people try to hold themselves to those standards that's ridiculous (laughs) never once in my life lived up to my own standards but um but yeah uh that's what i was gonna left turn you with i was gonna say you know this is a podcast about vulnerability and we're the ones sitting here being vulnerable so what's your relationship with anger and i will answer the same question and i can go first
0: no that's a that's a that's a fair point um you can go first if you'd like
1: okay so i kind of started already i've had a a very uh, hard relationship with anger i spent more than a decade maybe more than two decades tamping every instance of anger that i felt down with every ounce of my being so that it never escaped out at other people um tam and i actually like i don't know how much we've said about this but tam and i've been talking every day for over 15 years
0: nearly every day pretty
1: much every day pretty much every day and so like a lot of the struggles that either one of us have gone through the other one was there for and so tam's witnessed a lot of my growth in accepting my own anger, and I'm still, like, a couple of baby steps along that path. I'm very, very new to it.
0: You really hate anger.
1: not a fan. Um, I had a, and I'm gonna go ahead and tell the story. Is that okay? Okay. I had an event when I was in middle school where, um, I was amongst a group of, like, sports-minded bros, peers, same age, that, uh, were very unkind in their competitiveness competitiveness. and I was never super competitive to begin with but their opinions of me mattered at the time greatly and so uh, for months I was in a lot of pain every time I attended this activity until one day I broke and we were in a bathroom and I picked up one of those large wooden uh, door stops like just a you know um, a triangle that is used to hold the doors and like I threatened them with it and it lasted a few seconds and I eventually broke and dropped it and started crying I think but I've never forgiven myself for it and it was almost 30 years ago now um, because of that event, and it's not because of anything that happened with other people, it's because of what my mind did to me after that event, how much I was judged, I judged myself for it. I, every time I feel anger, it is immediately occupied by shame and guilt, and that helps me to drown out the anger. And so in the last decade or so, I've realized that anger is very important to be able to somehow, sometimes, um, communicate effectively with the people that we love be able to establish and share our boundaries to find the people that care enough to 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 respect those boundaries. It's very important, but I'm still I'm still a neophyte along that by that path. I know very little. Just wanted to share that real quick. Go ahead. Sorry, I talked for a long time.
0: <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. you You touched on some things that i I have written down for later, but oh interesting. Yeah, totally fine. So my relationship with anger is that, um, so I feel a lot like I always have, and I probably always will, unless I get, you know, medicated heavily to where I can't feel as, as much, but I don't plan on doing that because like, it's good when it's good. And when <laughs> it's bad, it's, I've, I've got coping mechanisms that make it tolerable for the most part. Um, but Early on, I cried a lot when I was, like, a real young kid. And I remember... Same. I remember a lot of different episodes where, like, it didn't make sense where I was crying, and I'm sure I'll get into those later, but this is not a crying episode. This is an anger episode. And at some point, I don't know when, at some point in my childhood, it went from me crying to me being angry and yelling at people. And it I weaponized the anger. I weaponized the feeling that used to make me cry and I made it and I made, I I used anger to make it into something that could fight for me, that could protect me against what, against that feeling, I guess. That, that has been my relationship with anger and I, it's taken me a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of patience to start dismantling that. Um, but there's still times when it's it's an automatic thing. It, it it it's kind of like what Jenny was saying in that article. It's the armor. Yeah. And I don't I don't go to the shed to get it. It wraps itself around me whether I want it there or not. Like Tony fucking Stark. Yeah, but like not in a good way. not in a good way. <laughs> and it it starts poisoning me. And like sometimes I have to like painfully rip it off like sections of skin. To get free of it in a, in a situation, it it feels that that bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've seen it.
0: Yeah, yes. I know you have. <laughs> and but when I do, when I can rip it off, despite the fact that it's clinging to me as hard as it can, I find a, a better place, like what you were saying. Mhm. Mhm. So then that that brings us to conflict, because really, like. You can't have an anger and conflict without the conflict part. Sure. So I did a little bit of research on conflict. Okay. And without pressing enter, you know what comes up? Sure. What what? Conflict resolution and anger management.
1: Well. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm just going to I'm going to go ahead and dip in for that for just a second. <clears throat> uh I choose, not that this is accurate, but I choose to believe that that means that we're trying the majority of our majority is a hard word to say here the majority of our race is realizing that we are um showing we're we're showing off our anger and our conflict at people and is preventing us from being able to grow as a a, a society as a society and that's that's proof to me that we're going in the right direction
0: sure you believe what you want um so when i pressed enter Pretty much, like, there were two things, two two undertones, right? The majority of the results, without scrolling, like, even when you scrolled for a little bit, the majority of the results were just definitions mm. of what conflict is. Okay. And then when you scroll past those and you start getting to things that matter, not that definitions don't matter, but you know what I mean, okay? You want a definition, you will put D-E-F in there after the fucking word. You don't... You don't expect to get the definitions by putting in the word no like nobody does that right anyway so
1: people might do that
0: the other the other thing that comes up was how to deal with conflict at work mm. and there was like one or two that were like in relationships but the majority of them had to do with work and i think that might be because the idea of conflict as a word is clinical when you're fighting with your spouse, you don't call well, it conflict. Or at least professional, maybe. Yeah, there there you go. You, you don't call it conflict. You say, I had a fight with my best friend. Mm. Or I had a disagreement at the very, like, lightest. Sometimes, you, you know, you'll say, how, how do I... You'll, you'll boil the fight down to something more conc- not Not concrete... You'll boil it down to something that's more foundational in the relationship.
1: Or there's a whole bunch of slang out. I only think of think one at the moment, but there's a whole bunch of slang out there for having a bite, having a fight with a friend. Oh, having a row. Having a row, yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure that there's many others that I'm not aware of. I only speak the one language, so. Um, <laughs>
0: and not very well.
1: Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you know, but like, yeah, it feels more personal and kind of moves away from the word conflict. When you right, when you make right. it make it a, a personal interaction.
0: So then I looked up vulnerability and anger, which I felt was more aligned with the core of what we were kind of trying to do.
1: Do you want to say anything further about conflict?
0: Not really. Hmm. I'm, I'm I'm moving on from that. I mean, there's more. I I I talk about it more down here, but like. Okay. I'm I'll still going through we'll, the stuff we'll that keep, I keep I found on on the internet. Um. So. What I found was that, like, they were basically trying to s- tell you what to do, basically. Like, slow down, consider your intentions and your desired outcomes, um, accept that you'll want to avoid your anger because it's unpleasant, and evolutionarily, like, it's designed to make you do things because that's that's why it's unpleasant. Mm. Um and 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 a lot of things were just basically wrapped around the idea of learning to manage your anger <laughs> because without the anger you can be vulnerable again yay but then like there was this weird dichotomy where like being vulnerable is probably going to make you angry
1: well there's also there's also a lot of vulnerability in anger i mean there's certain, there's certain moments there's certain ways in which anger affects you in the same way that alcohol does you you care less about how your words are received and so sometimes sometimes truth comes out in a way that wouldn't if you weren't angry of course sometimes you just flat out fucking lie (laughs) (laughs) right you're you're angry and so you just say something that if it were true it would be damning to the other party and just because it's not true your, your anger doesn't give a fuck that happens Happens
0: a lot. (laughs) Well, I found one particular result that I found to be incredibly interesting that I never really thought of before. Because I didn't know I I I don't know if it's true. It's by psychology today. And that's fairly reputable. Okay. But they say anger and anxiety are the same thing. What?
1: (laughs) That must be an editorial (laughs)
0: That they are basically fundamentally the same thing. I, I don't know if they meant like chemically or or maybe in the fight or flight response kind of way, but they are they are basically the same thing. You you get stressed out to a certain point, and you and anger is is like at the at the height of the anxiety pyramid.
1: I might be able to accept that. I can't accept that the same thing. I can go through very specific examples of what they, the two things feel like to me. Right. Of course, my my uh uh personal experience doesn't necessarily weigh for anybody else but i i don't know that anxiety ultimately leads to anger if you go far enough along the path every time but i'm not going to challenge it either honestly that's fair.
0: that's fair it's not really an important point i just thought it was interesting
1: it is moderately interesting <clears throat>
0: So then I came to kind of kind of the things that I wanted to actually talk about and, and, and see what, what you thought about it. Where, okay. um, So first off, conflict management and resolution. And I, I, I don't remember where it was, but I came across a thing somewhere that said that the idea of conflict resolution itself is actually not the greatest way of putting what you're trying to do. That it's better to put it as conflict management, because you don't the, the idea of resolution boils down to somebody being right and somebody being wrong, or that I somebody has to, you know, completely cave in for the benefit of the resolution. That there's, and it also it also assumes that that there's a problem to solve. But if you if you consider it That's management, right. then it's not about somebody being right and somebody being wrong. It's not about there being a problem that needs to be solved. It's about there is. There, there are two people that have feelings, that have needs and wants and desires. How do we make it to where those needs and desires can both be met at the same time?
1: Right. Yes. <clears throat> I fully agree with that.
0: And doing it that way, you can you can kind of see how it strengthens relationships.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's difficult to find two people that are angry that will take both parties into account. But if when it happens, then that anger definitely leads to typically leads to you know both parties at at least being closer to where they want to be you know because there's always going to be a bit of a give and a take sometimes everyone can can be happy at the end of the day but it's not usual that everybody gets everything that they want if you're you know negotiating if you're
0: yeah, I mean, even when you, even when you do the things you want to do to be happy, like you still find out that there's, it's not a hundred percent. It's never a hundred percent, and that's okay. Right. Sometimes we don't get what we want in the moment, for the bigger picture of what we want.
1: Yeah, I think conflict management is a great way to think about it, for interpersonal relationships, and yeah. I think conflict res- resolution. It's probably more of a workplace thing
0: yeah it's a very professional clinical way of looking at
1: we just these two the people have this issue and we just need to keep production going right so how do we make it so right. you will won't make this issue stop production because right. that's all companies care about
0: um that the idea i also liked the idea that anger or conflict either one they are basically signals that something needs to change
1: i love that that's beautiful because that that is i think one of the biggest benefit the biggest things that anger brings to us as individuals it's like when we become angry at something that means we're looking at something that makes us unhappy and what is that thing that makes us unhappy why does it make us unhappy you can learn so much about yourself because you've gotten to this point
0: right and i hope that you don't mind me doing this but in in your memory in your story when you were angry and you picked up that, that doorstop, that was signaling there was something that needed to be changed. Now, you yes. took it as on, on yourself as, like, I need to change me in some way and resolved it in that way, I believe.
1: That was essentially what I did after the fact.
0: But if we were in a society that valued emotions as you know the red flags and helpers that they are... You may have been able to get somebody else outside that, that noticed that and was like, you know what, this is a sig- symbol, you know, this signals that we need to change something. Right. I don't know what needed to be changed. Maybe maybe they needed to sit the other boys down and, you know, explain to them to not be dicks.
1: They, they needed to... They needed to change the way the world works <laughs> a few decades earlier or wait a few more decades because all of that was wrapped up in the very toxic phrase, boys will be boys.
0: Mm, yeah. Which is definitely something that we as a society recognize needs to change now, or at least some people recognize it needs to change. And it still, still hasn't completely washed over.
1: No, there's everything. a lot of places that aren't even close um, to where we are. in the backwards midwest so
0: and a a lot of people um myself included yourself included um we think about like we want to avoid the the conflict because we're like ah you know if 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 I say something then it's gonna you know it's gonna hurt somebody or it's gonna damage the relationship and what I've kind of found out Through trial and error myself and it seems like the internet may agree to some extent the damage is actually done by holding it in when you avoid conflict you're ignoring that something needs to change
1: right when you're unhappy with the situation the people that care about you are affected by that right and uh, I'm gonna add a little bit maybe put it underneath that concept a little bit Oh, how was I gonna say that? Uh, i sorry. This might take a second.
0: Should I pause it?
1: Do you <laughs> want to move on? No, no, no. Let's just make them listen to silence for a second. It's what I'm trying to say is that like the feelings exist. Say what you said again. But it
0: that when you ignore the the conflict, it, you're ignoring the, the signal for change. And and that actually does the damage. Because, like, when when me and, I guess we'll call him Ghost, um, when, when me and Ghost got together, there were a lot of things that I really didn't want to bring up because, truth be told, we kind of had this weird abusive relationship going on and, and neither one of us wanted to bring up anything that was going to cause more conflict because we had enough conflict going on already. But, in the end... I kind of had to force myself to do it because I knew logically I couldn't hold, like if I kept holding that, it was just going to get worse and it would turn up as a worse conflict later. So if I pushed through that and and got to the place where I can say, okay, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this, so we're going to do this, and just bite the bullet, even if it did end up being a horrible conflict that blew up, it was better than trying to pretend like everything was okay and ignore the signs that something needs to change. And when that something needs to change, the two people involved or multiple people involved, they're the ones that need to come together and talk about it, address it, head on, confront it.
1: Right. And if you discover that there's an incompatibility there, then that needs to be addressed.
0: Right. Because there's a,
1: if there's an incompatibility, then you have to figure out what you're going to do next what I was gonna say what I was gonna say that I attach underneath your point there is that the pain that you bring to others can only really happen through love and so I'm saying that funny um what I mean is that like when you love someone you are opening yourself up to pain from that person and I don't mean that that person's mean to you and it hurts that's possible because there's moods that exist but i also mean that when that other person hurts it hurts you you care about this person and they're in pain and so presumably they care about you as well which means that when you're in pain it hurts them right and especially when you're in pain because of a conflict between the two of you that pain is felt even if not consciously recognized often i think and so if you are trying to spare your loved ones from the pain that your anger could inflict i urge you to consider the possibility that your your internal feelings your internal anger internalized anger is causing that pain anyway
0: and that's an interesting point and in that that kind of brings it around to what i was going to say next is that if you focus on on working together and like you said, you know, accept that, like, you're you probably, you may already be causing them pain. Mm-hmm. It gets you on the same side. So you're not against each other, right. which is really the the part of conflict that is the most destructive, is when, when you're choosing sides, when it's two people and a line in the middle. But if you come at it like you're two people, you're both on the same side, but you have different opinions, you have different feelings, you have different ideas, but you're still on the same side and there's something else that's on the other side that needs to be identified. And it you... becomes
1: you and your partner or your friend right. or your lover against a conflict. Right. And your two minds are better than one at trying to solve that.
0: Right. And that's that's what Ghost and I have found is is when, when we can when we can remember, okay, I love this this person, I'm in a relationship with this person, I don't want to be their enemy, let's be together, it, it, it erases the line and puts it between us and whatever it is we're arguing about. And a lot of times, one or both of us will just be like, you know what, this isn't important enough. This conflict, the thing that we're arguing about, I don't care enough about this for it to mean anything in the context of our relationship. It's causing more damage than it's worth. Right. And while that might be, you know, kind of a, a shitty out sometimes, because, you know, sometimes it comes back and it's like, oh, well, it may not have been important, but it seems like it is kind of important and we need to dig into it further. With some things, it's just our freaking autism, just, you know, doing stupid stuff like, ah. There's there's only five spoons in the drawer instead of four. Mm-mm. How how dare you? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know something stupid like that. Right. Exactly. Um, and then and then I also like to uh, to state that like one of the biggest things of anger and conflict. I don't use them as often as I should, but boundaries and breaks. Right. You can walk away when you're angry and come back when you're more calm, even if you know that you're going to get angry again that period of time where you're calm allows you to think about the situation and in without the chemicals going on. Mm-hmm. And then at that point you can determine whether or not you need to set boundaries. Cause like sometimes the conflict is with people that aren't safe. Like we discussed in previous episodes, like some people just aren't safe right. to be vulnerable to. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to work together with them to resolve the conflict, You kind of need to set the boundary so that the conflict within you is resolved and their part of it is their part of it. And that line is necessary to be on sides. But it doesn't have to be about the anger. Like, the anger doesn't have to be what draws the line. It should be, if you're going to draw a boundary like that, you should probably wait until the anger is passed.
1: Right, because your mind isn't just your angry mind. Right. You have yeah. Different moods with different ideas, and some of them are better at solving problems. Yeah. Than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah mhm. Yeah. So I don't feel like I was super vulnerable in this particular episode. Anger's a hard one. Anger is a hard one, and i, I mean, I did explain how I weaponized it, but like that doesn't—that's barely scratching the surface. Well,
1: the thing is that, and if you don't mind me sharing some of my perspective over your 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 journey okay. with it, um. It It began as a spear, and it became a spear and a shield.
0: Hmm.
1: Like, your anger um, was terrifying to people in your <laughs> late teens. I did 20s.
0: intimidate people.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot. But over time, um, through some of the abuses that you had to live through in your life, it also became this, like, desperation shield. Like, it would come up as in, like... You can't hurt me because I'm angry at you now.
0: Yeah, that's that I mean and that's the way it protected me. Right. And it yeah.
1: wasn't a hundred percent perfect. Especially because like I didn't get angry back.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you you were you were definitely a a, <coughs> a different kind of foe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But no, even when even when in you know, with everybody else besides the mortal, um <clears throat> It didn't like it, it felt like it protected me because I didn't care in the moment, but it didn't protect me at all. As soon as that anger was gone, I cared again. Mm-hmm. And then I had to also care about the damage that I did in the process mm. and the fallout and everything. And it was it's it was bad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard and you don't know that stuff right away. It's hard to be able to take all the moments into account sometimes. Sometimes yeah. your brain only gives you the moments that feel convenient to up with the idea that you want and that happens a lot as a, as a as a young adult a young adult is a hard time and i wanted to say earlier you were talking about how breaks and boundaries are important yeah. and i 100 percent agree with that and i know how difficult it can be when you're in an argument with somebody and the other party decides it's time for a break and
0: you're just not ready oh my god that. i hate that so much i i i, I we have it so much I Me and ghosts have it so so often both sides, uh-huh. both sides. Neither one of us want to be the one like if, if, if the other person is the one walking away, we've, it's almost like we've been trained through our previously abusive relationships with other people that when they walk away, that is a challenge that if we don't continue pursuing after them, worse is going to happen. They're going to find some way to make this our fault or make our lives worse for not having continued this argument so we need to make sure that it ends right here with the emotion Mm -hmm. and if it's if i'm still feeling the emotion i can't let you walk away
1: right and while it can be very difficult in the moment of anger to remember this i i I just you know it's very important to remember that like even conversations have consent at the end of the day and if the person you're talking to does not consent to continuing the conversation you really have no recourse you can yell and scream and chase all you want but at that point you're kind of just being cringe
0: sorry yeah on the on the other side of that whenever i'm the one like whoever's leaving between me and goes the other person doesn't always stop talking and while it would be great if the other person could stop talking i have i've kind of I don't know how ghost feels about it i think he understands and agrees but i don't know for a fact but i believe that whoever is walking away you've already made the choice to walk away that is your responsibility to not get baited back in
1: right it's difficult it that is, also is yeah. so very difficult
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> so very
1: difficult for a lot of people to do to to, to hear that you know that final that thing that Feel, that makes it feel like the other person is going to get the last word mm-hmm. and not rise to the bait and it's like
0: it's hard
1: if you've made the decision to walk away and the other person is not respecting it strong. in the moment continue to walk away it's okay you can you can come back after 15 minutes or an hour or a meditation or a yoga and and decide i try to, to address it then i try
0: to do away. this thing where i mentally dissociate from my legs where like i've already got the path logged in mm-hmm. for where my legs need to take me mm-hmm. and they're going to take me there whether I like it or not. I have to at least get there and then I can make the decision of whether or not I want to go back. Right. And usually by the time I'm there, I don't. Right.
1: Understood. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're kind of running a little long, so any final yeah. thoughts or we have more to say? We
0: will have to do another episode on this at some point. Um, because there was just so much and there's still so much. we we've, we barely scratched the surface on all well, these things
1: we're only really talking about stuff for like 30 to 40 minutes at most yeah. because of our intros and stuff and we don't want to go over an hour definitely for right now and so these are going to be little bite-sized chunks but what what i really like about this is that we're just throwing our own you know dumb ideas out there into the world silly ideas sorry i don't want to be ableist um and uh into the world and everybody that hears them can run with them wherever they want you know the discussion doesn't stop here
0: yeah that's true that's true,
1: so, that's, true. You
0: know, that's cool so I don't know what next episode is going to be okay. I, I couldn't like there's so many that Lorna like gave us and I, I don't want to be I don't want to play favorites and like do the next five as, as Lorna's suggestions so I figured we'd pick one now and then just keep coming back to the uh,
1: Do we have suggestions ideas. from others besides Lorna? Um,
0: yeah, we have one from another one from you, Good. Uh, and then we have one from you for the compliments.
1: Oh, right. I forgot about that. <clears throat> well, we're definitely not doing that for a while. Um, I definitely think it would be Lorna's turn. If we have any other um, suggestions for episodes that we think would be interesting to do, then... Uh, in, in future comments, and we'll add them to the list. But we can kind of flip flop, flip flop back and forth between Lorna and, and you, good, until we satisfy our current suggestions. Um, so what are are they listed here?
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking either abuse or relationships. I don't know if we want to do work stuff just yet.
1: Uh, I'm not quite ready for abuse. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with the relationships.
0: There's a lot of different <laughs> kinds of abuse. So. There certainly are. She, she gave us a, a plethora of different topics. Ranging in severity. Yeah. So so what do you think about relationships, couple or family? Oh. I know. You These thought... We're all very specific.
1: Like... I don't know that we... Let's do a general you relationships, a general
0: relationships? Okay.
1: episode. We're just going to kind of talk about vulnerability as it pertains to relationships. Okay. We will be vulnerable about how... Uh, our vulnerability has been in relationships and uh you know bringing any comments and stuff that we get from the community cool sound good
0: relationships good got job. it good
1: job excellent
0: well i guess i guess that's about it then
1: guess we're about done then, huh? I think so. Well, thank you so much for listening to us again. Uh, we appreciate it. We have, we're have scratching the very butthole of an hour at this particular moment. Um, and you sharing your time with us is very, very sweet. So thanks again. And I hope you all find smiles this day.
0: And I was the accidental monster. You can find us both on Medium. And until next time, follow each other, follow the dopamine, and follow yourselves always.